not perish, but have everlasting life. So um, I, I just want to um, let you know, let's see if I can tag a few people and my friends that are uh, like Alicia Dukes, uh, Andre Hall, um, let's see, Pastor Angela Walker, um, Joel Harris, God bless you, sister. And uh, Bishop Robert Anderson, God bless you, sir. And happy birthday to uh, Elder Everett Trick. Um, very good gospel music. Um, Allison Peterson and Evelyn Thompson. Um, we can just say, we're just so happy to uh, just, just say good morning to you, amen. And also, we just thank God because God is going to do um, a new thing in your life. Um, no matter what you might be going through, God wants you to um, know that he cares about you. He cares about what you, what you're going through. Um, and I'm, I'm excited about what God is about to do in somebody's life. I can hear the Lord saying, Read John, St. John, the 10th chapter. You can put that in your study notes for, uh, later on in the week. Um, he says that um, he's, well, he's actually talking about putting your trust in God. And he says, um, the thief cometh not, but, but to steal, kill, and destroy. But he says, I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So I, I, I like what he's talking about. He's saying that he's saying that no matter what we might be experiencing, no matter what we might be going through, he's saying that he's saying that we have to know that um, no matter what we're going through, that God is very a very present help in a time of trouble. So I like that. He says, so let's read our scripture too. He said, then there was a man of the Pharisees, I'm in the third chapter of John, named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews, the same came with Jesus by night, and said unto him, Rabbi, Rabbi, he says, we know that thou art a teacher, come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou dost, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, unto, unto you, Except a man be born, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus, wait a minute. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? And Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. The, the seventh verse of the third chapter of John says, Marvel not that I say unto thee, ye must be born again. Born again. Born again. Uh, what does it mean? I want to say, what does it mean to be born again? Now, how can Nicodemus ask, he was an educated man, he had been to the universities, he had, he had spent time um, in the um, 
he's sitting in the seminaries and he has done all his college work and he was a scholar. Uh, he was a, a leader of the Pharisees. Now he spent all this time um, studying the word, the word of God. And here comes Jesus talking, coming up with a new terminology, a new um, like doxology. He's talking about you must be born again. He said, now look, Jesus, this doesn't make any sense. You're talking about being born, reborn again. Now how can, like you said, think about it, make sense. How can you, I have a child, the child has already been born, and now you're talking about doing it all over again, being born again after the person is already living among us. Well, how could that happen again? So he was trying to talk to Jesus on a, on a natural level, but Jesus was talking to his congregation and to Nicodemus on a spiritual level. So that's the reason why it was a, a conflict. See, see, so that's why he was saying, you can't deal with spiritual things in the natural. He said, so you know, you try to deal with, uh, some people have a, I don't know, if you live any time, any time on the, in this earth, you're going to run into a spiritual uh, dilemma uh, where you're going to need prayer and you're going to, um, and fasting, or you're going to have to um, lay before and put your, take your face before God and ask God to, to what? To, to come and see about you because of the, your problem is not natural. The problem is spiritual. What Jesus is trying to tell me that. So it says, so he says, it's not that, you know, that what you're saying doesn't make sense, Nicodemus. That's what, that's what um, Jesus told Nicodemus. He says, but well, what I'm telling you is what you're trying to, and you're trying to get an answer to a spiritual problem with a natural answer. You're asking me a question that has to do with a, with a worldly answer. He says, but what you really want to know is spiritual. He says, so you want to be spiritual. He says, that which is spirit is spirit, and that which is flesh is flesh. He says, so you're talking about, you know, you're talking to me about wood, and you're talking to me about plants, and you're talking about earthly things. You're talking to me about, you know, he says, what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the wind. Can you tell when the wind blows, where the wind goes? He says, you know, nobody can tell you where the wind blows. He says, because God controls that, the weather. You know, they, they, we can, they, they can tell you just about when it's going to snow, how much, is, you know, how much we expect it to get. They always say a participation or, or approximately. They can't tell you exactly what's going to happen. They just tell you that a storm is coming and, and it's subject to be uh, severe or it's subject to happen. And that's what I want to say to somebody before I let you go. Some of the things that we worry about right now is not really going to happen. And we worry ourselves to death about what the future holds. And God says, you don't need to worry about the future. Because he already, God has already been there. Wherever, wherever our future in our life is, or whatever it is that we supposed to want to experience, God has already been to the future already. Because he, it wouldn't be no world without him. And that's why he says, he says, he says, because I have all, I make all things, Revelation 21. He says, he made, behold, I make all things new. All things new. And then so, I want to look at the 17th chapter, and I'm going to let you go. 17th chapter uh, of John. Let's move to the, from the third chapter to the 17th chapter of John. And then a lot of the scholars, the Bible scholars, talks about this prayer. As Jesus is praying, excuse me. He's talking about, he's talking about how they say that this prayer, it was like, thank you so much, Miss. uh, 
So, Eileen Anderson for joining us. God bless you. Thank you so much. And uh, Sylvester Doris, God bless you. I appreciate you sharing and, and joining us today. Thank you so much. Uh, Evangelist Shirley Knox, God bless you. Uh, we're praying for you, Brother Leo um, McClendon. We're gonna put, I'm going to put you on the prayer list. Amen. So let's look at it again. Let's look at it again here. Um, it's the, let's see, I met this 17th chapter. It says, it, this is called the prayer that Jesus prayed. Now, this is not, this is not the Lord's prayer, but it's a prayer that Jesus prayed on behalf of his followers, or those that we call, or should we call the followers of Jesus Christ, or who those people that um, Jesus called the, uh, the church, or the Ecclesia. Okay, so uh, the 17th chapter of John, these words uh, spoke Jesus, and as he lifted up his eyes into heaven and said, Father, the hour, the hour, he says, that, you know, the hour has come. He says, the hour has come. Um, he says, the hour has come that the Son of Man also be glorified and glorify thee. So I want to look at this uh, particular scripture uh, of, uh, of the book of John. I think it was a very enlightening prayer that I saw this morning. Um, I thought it was very fitting because what he is, what he's really doing is he is actually spending time to talk to us about our relationship with God. And, um, and, and not only that, but he is, he is actually praying a prayer, a prayer of petition on our behalf. So not only, not only, is it a, a matter of him talking to God? But what I like is not only he is he talking to God on our behalf, but he also is letting us know in this particular chapter that he is praying to God on our behalf. So you know, this, so if that's not worth uh, worth uh, reading, I don't know what else is in the gospel. It's, it's nothing else. If you don't, if you can't get nothing out of the Book of John, you can't get nothing out of the Gospels. I don't understand how can you how can you study the Bible if you don't read the Gospels. So he says in the, in the first verse, he says, "Father, the hour is come. Glory, glory, the Son, Thy Son, that Thy Son also may be glorified, and that Thou hast given Him power over all the flesh, that He should give eternal life as many as Thou hast given Him, and this is." Life eternal that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. I have glorified thee on the earth, and I have finished the work which thou hast has given me. God bless you. God bless you, sister, for coming in. And he says, And now, O oh Father, God bless you, uh, Tracy, uh, Tracy Smith. God bless you. And he says, And now, O oh, oh glory. Oh, oh, Father, glorify thou me with thine own heart, uh, with the glory which I I had with thee before the world was. I have manifest thy name. He's talking about us. He's talking about you and I, the people that are uh, uh, below the God, the ones that have been baptized uh, believers in Jesus Christ. He's talking about us. He says, I have manifest, I'm in the 17th chapter, the 6th verse. He says, I have manifest thy name unto the men which thou gavest, givest me 
out of the world, thine that they were, and thou hast given me, and they have kept thy word. Now they have known that all things whatsoever thou hast given me are of thee. For I have given unto them the world, the words which thou hast given me, and they have received them, and have known surely that I came out from thee, and they have believed that thou did, did, did send me. And I pray. Now listen, he prayed for us. He prayed for us. In the ninth verse, he says, I pray for them. I pray not for the world, but for them which the, that has given me, for they are thine. And all, all mine are, are thine, and thine are mine, and I am glorified in them. Lord have mercy. This ain't enough to get you happy. I don't know what else it is. And so he says in the 11th verse, he says, uh, uh, of the uh, 17th chapter of John, he says, and now, and now, I'm in, I'm, I'm in the book. He says, and now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to thee, Holy Father, keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are one. Lord have mercy. I don't know about you. I don't know about you, but I feel good knowing that I'm kept. By the love of Jesus, I'm, I'm kept by His grace, by His love. I'm, I, you know, I don't know about you, but I'm just happy to know that I've been bought, paid for. Uh, he, Jesus has, somebody said, Jesus has changed my whole life. I don't know how you feel about it. Uh, I don't know how you feel about it, but I'm happy to know that it's the whole thing in the 17th chapter. That Jesus is praying for us. He is making intercessory for us, like an intercessory prayer. He's he's our high priest. He's going between us, between the altar and the porch. He's going between where we could be assassinated or or, or, or killed or murdered or killed. Jesus says, "Not my own; they belong to me." He says, and not, "And not only are they mine," he says, "but he says, but I want you to know I have you know respect, even though." I have the power to save and to heal. He said, I want you to know, Father God, I'm praying on behalf of the people that hear me. And we I'm giving respect to you, Lord, letting you know that uh I, I have put my my trust and my faith in you. I'm putting proper respect uh in you. I'm trusting in you. And he said, I, I like how he put it. He just said, Lord, not only is it not only is this, not only is this my, my my will. He says, but it's not my will. He said, I want to get it straight. I want to get it straight. I'm putting all my trust, and I'm putting letting everybody know that I'm not doing this on my own. I'm doing this on on the on the on the privilege that I have to go down here on earth and to save all of these people. For you, and he's giving this proper respect to his father. So, these, so what I like is he's letting everybody, he's letting everybody in the world know that we are not of this world. We live in the world, but we are of this world. So, I'm going to say before we go. So, if you think the reason why you're going through these some of these trials, these tribulations, and these tests, and because people uh, talk about you sometimes, or they put you down sometimes, or they want to scandalize your name, or they want to, you know, lie on you or cheat on you, it's not because uh, anything you done, 
a lot of this happening because of who you serve and who who is your father and who's your and who and who is your redeemer who is you who you calling the king king and the lord of lords that's that's the reason why uh, you're having the problems yeah but see the thing is he said i have taken them out of the world that's what he said he said because he said uh, he said because even though i i come to them and 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 these things i speak in the 13th verse he says and now i come to thee and he said and he says and that they might have joy fulfilled in them how about you but i'd rather have the joy of jesus than all all the money in the world i don't care you know all the power they can that they can come with i would rather have jesus somebody say i'll make jesus my lord so i just want to let you know that um you can you can experience real joy too if you put your if you put your your faith and your trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Somebody said, trust in the Lord. Uh, lean not to thy own understanding and all thy ways acknowledge God. He will direct your path. Somebody says, Lord, trust the Lord. God bless you. God bless you. Have a good week. Pray to let you go. Father God, in Jesus' name, I pray, Lord, that you would touch right now. We're praying for Pastor Donald Parson. Ask, Lord, that you would touch him pray for you that you would bless each and every one um, of these um, listeners and people that are viewing this telecast, I mean, this um, yeah, this broadcast this afternoon. We just pray, Lord, that somebody that's, that don't know you and a part of their sin will say, repeat after me, repeat this uh, prayer with me. Father God, come into my heart. Lord, save me. I want to confess that I have sinned and I'm a sinner and I want to be into your kingdom. I want to come in, I want to be your child. I want to come into and live for you. I want to give up my old, old right, my old, my old way. And I want to be brand new. I want to be saved. I want to be your, your, a new creature. And Lord, please accept me into your kingdom, into your honor. Forgive me for my sins. I confess I have done wrong and ask Lord that you would save me and that I can live for you. And if you said that prayer, welcome my sister and my brother. Uh, you are in the right place and God has accepted you into the kingdom. Now, you do need to join a Bible-believing church. So tomorrow will be a good day to start. Uh, give your life to Jesus. Somebody said, give yourself to Jesus. You don't have much time. Because you never know what tomorrow is going to bring. Amen? I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring, but I know one thing. If I got Jesus on my side, things are going to work out all right. God bless you. Have a, a good week. And please don't forget to... Uh, to like our page, share, or invite, and tell somebody about Jesus. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. And I hope it was, hope it was, uh, you got something out of the prayer, something message today. Um, why do I need to be saved? Part two. Amen. God bless you. Have a good week. And our scripture, somebody said, what scriptures did, did we use? For our text, we use St. John, the third chapter, and the 16th verse, and the 17th verse. And also, um, we went to uh, took a, a look at uh, St. John, the 17th chapter, and we read a few verses from there as well. Okay, have a good week, and don't let nobody steal your joy. God bless you. Good week.
Oh, no, no. <clears throat> Backwards. <clears throat> 